welcome to the Wellness Routine Podcast. My name is Emmy, and today we're going to be talking about becoming that girl with a nine to five job. I know that, or I've heard that there is a lot of controversy around this, but just to jump right into it, um, I wanted to talk about what it means to me and how, you know, I mean, anything can be taken negatively or positively, and I think things are really um, kind of polarized nowadays, and so it's it's really kind of like you have to take a side, and um, for this, you know, what being that girl means to me and from what I've seen is really just creating a routine and a habit that is creating, consistently creating the healthiest, happiest version of myself. And I definitely, I, for those of you who have nine to five jobs or just any job really that's demanding, it is, you know, from what I see uh, on, you know, TikTok and Pinterest and stuff, um, I see a lot of people kind of working out in the middle of the day or, you know, going to do things through their day. And it could very well be a weekend for them. But um, I think that for me, trying to fit all of the healthy things that I want to do in my life and all the balance that I want to create into my, you know, weekly routine where I am, you know, working for another person for eight hours a day, um, five days a week. I, I definitely kind of, at first when I saw that, it was so inspiring of seeing these videos of these girls showing, you know, very decisively showing what it, what, what healthy meant to them. And, um, I, I immediately had a kind of voice in my head that said, well, I can't do that because, you know, I haven't, I have so many commitments already just in all of the things that I need to do for myself every day. And for myself, for my family, for work, for everything. And um, so when I, as I started just being really just drawn to all of these videos of these women um, living their, what looked for me like their best life, like just taking care of themselves in all of the ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of the ways, just putting themselves first. I realized just like, you know, anyone does when they have a passion that this is really, really something that would bring so much happiness back into my life. I've done things, I've had routines in the past that were really beneficial for my mental health and my physical health, but they didn't stick because I was trying things out and I didn't really have like a roadmap. I didn't have consistency in my life in any way and in at this time I'm 33 at this time in my life I have a lot more consistency that I have created pat myself on the back for that one gotta gotta build myself up but it you know no matter how hard I am on myself I I'm even though I'm at this point and I don't have a consistent routine I I don't I'm not gonna beat down on myself I'm just excited to have a really clear idea and a lot of times things like this that are so well defined are actually really helpful for me because 
the idea of that girl, of becoming that girl, you know, is something that I can really, I can visualize it very clearly. And that for me, being somebody who likes to plan and stuff, is perfect. And having all of these visual um, references to look back on and these inspirational quotes layered over these beautiful videos of people taking care of themselves, it is just fuel for my soul and my excitement and passion and happiness really which is where we want to be no matter what we're doing we just want to be feeling happy you know and not not have it coming from something that's transient we don't want to you know lay you know kind of have all our our eggs in one basket in the sense of oh we're we're gonna get all our happiness from a person in our life outside of us we should not be doing that (laughs) um I have learned that the hard way, you know, just getting through rough breakups that if you are trying to find your happiness or your motivation or your power or your strength or your will to do anything from another person or another relationship that, you know, that's, there's just, it's just too risky and why do that? Why, you know, I understand that society has kind of led us to believe that, Uh, we need another person in our life to feel whole when the truth of the matter is that we are whole on our own and that and I can touch on this in I'm definitely a hundred percent gonna be doing multiple podcasts on relationships because I have learned so much on through different relationships but just a lot of it has been doing inner work and understanding myself better, respecting myself more. But, you know, I think that the beauty for me in the idea of becoming that girl and having a routine that I look forward to is that it's something outside of depending on other people. It's depending on me. It's relying on myself. It's building myself up and really spending quality time with myself and learning my boundaries and just understanding how I can incorporate all of the healthy things that I want to do in my life without kind of, I guess, just, you know, sacrificing in a healthy way. I don't know if that makes sense, but just making time for other people in ways and just understanding your relationships better and understanding where you can fit other people in without sacrificing your own time. So, um, you know, I think for me, for my experience of what becoming that girl is and means is just making these habits that I love for myself, not to please anyone else, but to make sure that when my life gets really tough, which it does kind of pretty frequently, Um, is that I don't turn to anxiety and to panic, depression, overeating, fatalism, lack mentality, but that I turn to everything I'm about to list (laughs) so that I can live on this earth as the happiest, healthiest version of myself. So I can lift myself up and I can lift up others. So I can have energy for all of it and still find myself back at a place that feels good. I have really bad anxiety. I basically all of today had an anxiety attack and had to 
fend off three panic attacks and it is just something that like in my journey to have balance the ideas and the clear vision of that girl and that life that that girl is living is everything that I know that if I had a hard time I could fall back on that and not back on all of the thoughts and the really routine and habits that my brain has learned to turn to which I'm not cool with anymore I am better than that I am bigger than my anxiety I am bigger than all of the lack mentality and the ideas that have led me to a place of um, fear and not enjoying my life I have now I have this moment and I am going to do everything and have already started doing everything I can to enjoy the present moment and set myself up for success. So jumping into the lists that I've made, I am, I was, had so much fun making this. This was like the best homework I have ever had. (laughs) Um, I am so excited to share this stuff with everyone. I hope to hear from you guys about what, you know, what this looks like for you and I absolutely understand how this can be taken as kind of a pressure to be a certain way but this is so for me is so just absolutely what does your beautiful perfect life look like what does your happiness look like what does your mental health mental clarity energy what does all that look like what does your best life look like and then how can you implement that in a really kind of easily digestible way because changing your habits and your patterns is not just an overnight super quick thing it is such hard work to change the way your brain reacts and your body reacts to certain situations like stressful situations but it is absolutely 100% worth all of the work that it goes into that goes into it I have been on both sides of it and just because I'm in a place now where I'm kind of riddled with a lot more anxiety doesn't mean that I didn't get to a really good place before. I have been in amazing spots and that's also something that I don't hear enough is that life is not just like, oh, you attain your goal and you always feel good. Life will always present challenges for self-growth. In my, this is how I view life. I see how if why are we here if not to like grow you know mentally and emotionally why what what would we be doing here interacting with each other otherwise we'd be zen on a different planet alone you know if we had kind of reached that level of oh we don't need to grow anymore we interact with people to uh, come into contact with new opinions and ideas and to love and to learn and to grow and to just create really and i think that this is I'm seeing this as my opportunity to step into the life that I want to be living at this point in my life, right? So I think what's really important is to start with habits that kind of touch on a couple different um, areas, the ones that are personally important. So for me, that would be um, mental health, physical health beauty and I'll go back into that because I mean I feel like that's kind of general 
Um, and then habits and activities. So I wanted to start with the things that I am currently incorporating and um, I'll go into everything in detail and then I want to just let you guys know how I'm balancing it out with with a, <laughs> an, a demanding job and just everything else in my life um, because I know that this is a struggle for everybody and it is so worth it. You are worth every moment that you take for yourself. I am worth every moment I set aside for myself. You, We got to get to a point where we really believe that because if we don't, we're just going to look at everybody else succeeding in the way, quote unquote, succeeding in the ways that we want to and feel resentful. And why live our lives like that? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't, it, you know, even if it makes sense in the moment, it doesn't make sense long term. We, we want happiness and we deserve it. So let's work towards it. So my very exciting list of mental health habits that I am implementing and that I'm working to implement more are meditation. I have a lot of different types of meditations. I like guided meditations, but I also really love just the sounds of nature or like, you know, Native American flute music set with a background of running water, like a river or something. For me, I don't know if anybody else has kind of spent enough time meditating like in the different types of ways that are available to us because there are so many different ways. There's like breath work. There's a lot of ways to calm your mind and center yourself. For me, that's what meditation is and kind of allowing there to be some peace in my mind when there's so much just running around all the time. So many thoughts every day. Um, and a lot of them not great, <laughs> but we're working to change that. So I have had, I've had different experiences with meditation that's just music and it, it feels really good, but I feel like I have to be in that kind of, I have to be calm kind of already. And that's why I really like guided meditations is because it kind of helps me get there without throwing me into, <laughs> you know, the abyss of trying to figure out, okay, how do I calm down and then get into it? So meditation, really big one for me. Um, definitely have not been able to implement that as for as long as I'd want, I would want to. Um, but writing, writing for 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, two minutes a day, just writing. And something that I think is beneficial for everybody and I have done in the past quite a lot actually um, and something that I forgot, but that I really want to start implementing again is having a piece of paper in front of you and kind of trying, trying to condense what I'm about to say to one side of the paper. So kind of splitting the paper in, in, into two sides, you can draw a line, um, but writing out all of my limiting self-beliefs that I can think of in that moment, my nervous, anxious thoughts that I'm having in that moment or that have been plaguing me for however long and my lack mentality thought processes. Once I'm done writing all those down, which in and of itself, like that's what I want to be doing. That's what I want to be writing down because it is so 
healing and helpful for me to just get that out of my head. Get it out of my head and put it somewhere where I can just leave it and close the book or take the paper out and rip it up, whatever. Just get it out of my head. And then on the other side, start writing basically my gratitudes, but in the, in the, in the way, my gratitudes in the way of manifestation. So in the way of affirming them as, as if they already are. So if, uh, if a positive affirmation or, uh, gratitude or whatever that is that I'm trying to bring into my life or that I am just grateful for in the moment, um, I would write it as if it already is. And the joy that that brings to me so intensely of visually seeing the thing that I want, the thing that I've been thinking of, the thing that I know would make me so, so, so happy, more free, more joyous, all of the things, um, is unreal. And just the simple act of writing it down is so incredible. And so definitely want to be making more time for that. Um, Something, you know, just getting that out and seeing those side by side can be really powerful. I feel like, you know, ultimately you'd want to fold the paper over, like hide the negative stuff. Because what, for me, what we're doing here is acknowledging that we are having these negative thought patterns and then really bringing into our sphere all of the beauty that we are capable of having in our lives. So doing that is an incredibly powerful for me way of changing everything in 10 minutes. Just changing my whole day, my whole physical mental experience of my body and my life. My One of my favorite things to do, 100%. Um, so another one is lifting, listening to uplifting, <laughs> listening to uplifting music through the day. Uh, I have a playlist. I've talked about this in previous episodes. I have a playlist of just really positive, happy, just wonderful music where the lyric, like I have gone so down that rabbit hole of, I am really careful even about the lyrics that are in the songs that I'm listening to because I don't know if you guys have listened closely enough, but a lot of the music that I think is like really popular right now is really good, really, really good, very enjoyable, but a lot of the lyrics are kind of negative. Um, I'm not going to go into specifics because I can't remember any of the, I am terrible at remembering song titles, Um, but just, I have definitely noticed that you kind of need to dig a little bit to get a fully positive song. So worth the time for me to create that because I can just auto put it on in my car, on my drive to work, change my outlook for the day really quick where I don't really have to do a lot of work to to make my day better, right? And to be living my best life and feeling the best that I can. Um, Avoiding inner negativity. Kind of calls back to writing that down, but just because I wrote that down for 10 minutes in my journal doesn't mean it's not going to come back through the day. (sighs) Interactions with people at work, interactions with family members, with your partner, just there's a lot that can, there's a lot that can trigger old ways of thinking, negative ways of thinking for me 
personally, and I know this is the case for a lot of people. So kind of um, going into my day first off with just <laughs> just patience and understanding for myself, right? Um, and also with the intention of monitoring my negative thoughts through the day and n- not, I mean, creating ways, but also just being able to have already created ways to change my mindset. Big things for me in that would be I have sticky notes at my desk with affirmations on them. And I have a photo of my boyfriend and I on my desk. And I don't have a lot of other stuff, to be honest. But those things ground me in what's really important. In the life that I'm trying to create here. Like, there is nothing that is going to be important enough for me to get angry or to get... To go back to those old ways of thinking of a lack mindset in any way, right? Because that's also a challenge of working with a lot of other people in an office or at a 9-to-5 job in whatever capacity you work. If you're in contact with other people, they're going to influence your emotions in one way or another. And if you go into it and set yourself up for success in the way of having sticky notes that have affirmations on them or quotes that mean a lot to you or whatever that is, just have it in front of your face and make it easily accessible. A sticky note was something that I had in my desk drawer. It was super easy to get out. It wasn't like, let me go find an image and print it out and cut it out. Like, Just make it easy. Make it simple. It doesn't have have to be the most beautiful thing. Because the message is more important than the aesthetic of it. Um, Connecting with a close friend or advisor, just someone trusted, you know, having a couple hours. For me, I have time one time a week because I already make time for my sister and my boyfriend and myself and all my projects that I've got going on outside of my nine to five job. So, I definitely think that it is still really important to make time for those close relationships that you have in your life. If you have friends, if you have a group of friends, whatever it is, just I have I have definitely seen over time and like I have done this where I kind of abandon all my friends because I'm in a relationship or because I am stressed out or I'm depressed or whatever it is. I don't continue to invest in my friendships and relationships and you know when you haven't seen a friend for a really long time and then you see them and you spend actually five six hours talking and it just feels so rejuvenating and it doesn't even mean that you guys weren't even talking about something positive it's just connecting with other people is so healthy for my mental health is so important so good so definitely prioritizing that um Another really big one for me would be limiting social media time. I am hoping to continue to keep it productive, inspiring, and educational. There is so much to unpack, and I know that everybody at this point is really aware of the negative effects of social media and how it can make you feel like you're not as good and your life isn't as happy. And it can drag you down. <laughs> it is It is definitely a thing that we throw ourselves into super mindlessly when it actually needs so much mindfulness 
It needs intention. It needs a time frame. It needs to be planned because I feel like for me, because I already have a tendency to have negative, a negative, like negative self-talk, that it's not good for me to start looking at all the happiness and success that everybody else is having in all the different thousands of ways, traveling to places that I never even thought of before. You know, I have my own dreams and goals and they're more tangible to me, but seeing everybody else's happiness can really make your life kind of look a little less than. And that's absolutely what is something that I'm trying to stay away from because romanticizing my life exactly as it is and exactly as I want it to be has nothing to do with anybody else's life or what it looks like. It doesn't matter. I've already looked at thousands and thousands of photos on Pinterest. I have already have so many boards. Just I know what what beauty I want to bring into my life. I know exactly what trips I want to go on, the house I want, the relationship I want to continue having. Like all of the things, I know what that looks like. So having to scroll uh, scroll through everybody else's life eh, can be iffy. Being really intentional with who I follow on social media has been huge. Curate the heck out of your feed. Just... Make it exactly like, have it be a, a vision board of sorts. So be super, super selective, right? With who you're following and the information that you're getting. And it's just going to be a positive thing. It has been so wonderful being really intentional with it and making time for it. Really planning and scheduling it. Not taking my phone up at 10 o'clock at night when I should be sleeping and then scrolling for an hour and then messing up my whole, you know, sleep schedule, all that stuff. It can happen if you don't schedule it in, if you don't give yourself time to relax in that way, because it can be super relaxing to just zone out like that. Um, Another thing is having just a break from electronics. So a couple days ago, our power went out and uh my sister and I it went out at like pretty late at night 10 10 o'clock and um we were without power for a few hours and I was trying to go to sleep and it didn't happen because I needed uh to make a fire and we needed to warm the house all the things all the things that happen when the power goes out luckily I had flashlights and I had backup phone chargers big things everyone should have in their house um And, uh, you know, there was, I think about like 20 minutes where the power was out and I was just sitting there and it was so completely peaceful. Uh, obviously the appliances were off, which isn't great. You know, the fridge wasn't on, but because there wasn't that whirring and humming of electronics and the TV being on and our phones and our computers, it it just felt like a different kind of piece and it was absolutely lovely. So we talked about, my sister and I talked about having intentional nights where we watch a movie together. We're picking a day in the week or picking a day on the weekend to do that and everything else should be just relax, be productive, 
have fun together, but just turn your devices off. Like, turn your phone off, turn your computer off, turn the TV off, don't have music playing. We have a fireplace, so we can turn that on. You have the little, you know, lovely crackling sound. You make tea. You just have a mental break from that and play a board game, read, write, make dinner, all those things. Just spend time without distractions. And I love that so much. And that is huge for me too. So we, our intention with that is two times a week. Electronic free nights, really doable for me right now in my life. Um, so I'm very excited we're doing that. And I'm, yeah, it's wonderful. I kind of, honestly, I highly suggest that to everybody. I know I've seen a lot like turn your phone off for an hour, but try a whole evening. <laughs> like come home, answer whatever text messages or calls you need to, and then turn that stuff off and like let everybody know, obviously, you know, you want to you want to give everyone's a, everyone a heads up because they don't want to be like concerned, but everyone's close to you. Just be like, Hey, we're, you know, it's an electronic free night. Phone's going off. Um, that's it. But for me, that is, and it's almost a scary thought. It's almost something that it's kind of daunting, but when you do it, it feels so wonderful and so relaxing just on another level, really. Um, the last thing that I had on my list was taking long drives with my sister or my boyfriend or just on my own. I used to love, when I was a teenager, I would take really long drives and it was at night and I would just drive and drive and listen to music and just it, the peace and the the feeling of freedom was so lovely. So big thing for me. I love doing that. Um, for physical, my goals are drinking a gallon of water a day. I have, uh, I think probably my favorite water bottle I've ever owned and I use it every single day and people think it's insane, but I love it. Absolutely could not love it more. Um, it is a gallon water bottle. So I used to have a half gallon water bottle and I really, I think, I think it was, a lot of it was because I think what drove me more than anything was this happened during COVID and I used to have to get up a lot to go get water to refill my water bottle and having a gallon of water, you don't have to get up. You fill it up in the morning and that's it. You let it sit on your desk, you pick it up to drink it, that's it. It has the numbers, like the time listed on it, uh, you know, when you're supposed to have X amount of ounces by whatever time. And it's just, it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. And it's really heavy to carry around, but it's definitely worth it. And for me, it's just, it's, it's just, again, it comes back to making the things that I really want to do easy for me. So I'm not being like, oh, I have to get up. Oh, but I got to finish this project. Okay, let me do that later. And then it's three hours later and you haven't had enough water and whatever. But if it's right next to you, you don't have an excuse. You can just, you can just drink it. It's excellent. Um, you will get comments about it. <laughs> a thousand percent you will get a lot of comments. So it's all good. <laughs> um, do Something that I've been doing and I remembered this morning that I, so something I've been doing every morning for a couple weeks now has been, um, 
drinking lemon water in the morning again. And just this morning, I was drinking my lemon water and I went, oh, wait, (laughs) I'm supposed to drink warm lemon water. (laughs) I totally forgot. I think that I'm not 100% sure, but I definitely know that drinking warm lemon water has really good digestive benefits. And I know there's a lot of other benefits, but I have been drinking cold lemon water. So really refreshing, lovely in the morning, but I think I need to switch to the warm lemon water. Um, Something for my hair health with um, having androgenic alopecia is um, getting, I can't remember what it's called, um, but I think antioxidants. Basically, if I mix um, peppermint tea with my lemon water and um, something else, I have to look into it, but, and I can go deep dive into this on another episode if you guys are interested in hearing about, you know, my journey with androgenic alopecia, um, female pattern baldness, uh, just, it's, it's definitely something that I want to talk about, but I, I kind of want to see if there's interest, um, first, because the last thing I want to do is talk about something that people don't care about. (laughs) So, um, I am, trying to start small with this because trying to do, you know, three things in a glass of water in the morning when I already have a lot of other things to do isn't feeling relaxing at that point. It's feeling stressful, which is what I'm trying to get away from. Uh, Eating healthy, balanced meals, and meal prepping. I have been so much better at that lately. I'm really proud of myself. It is such a big thing to prep breakfast and prep just have things for lunch and have things for snacks. Set that stuff out. Just make it easy, right? Have it be things that you look forward to eating. There's so many healthy recipes out there that are so delicious and so chock full of really important nutrients and vitamins and minerals that we need for healthy hair and skin and nails and organs, everything. We need that stuff. That's where we get it from, you know, first and foremost. So I actually just made a really good dish last night. Um, Just kind of was looking for some kind of new inspiration when it came to, to meals. And I usually will do an Italian dish or, um, you know, I guess Italian Mexican food is my favorite and uh, Japanese and Thai, but I kind of have noticed that I'm doing the same things over and over again, so I I switched it up last night, and it worked out pretty good. Um, Getting exercise four to five times a week. I want to be doing weightlifting and cardio. There's a lot of classes that I would like to try out, but I'm still manifesting the funds for that and the opportunity for that. So that that can get pretty pricey. Um, so I'm excited to be able to do that in the future. I really want to try out jujitsu. I love the idea of, <laughs> I absolutely a thousand percent love the idea of self-defense mixed with exercise. Big for me, really big. Um, so yeah, I am excited to start doing that again. I said in a previous episode that it's kind of taken a back burner because of 
how my time is split currently. I, and to be honest, just COVID has made me nervous to go back to big gyms. My boyfriend got COVID, we believe, from the gym. So it's just, I'm still a little trepidatious about it. Um, But I'm getting there and I have a kettlebell at home so I can do workouts at home. I just, my sleep has been not great in the last week, two weeks. So I am trying to, like tonight, I'm going to go to bed earlier. I'm going to make time for that. And I'm really excited about getting up early. Um, So yeah, another huge thing that I am doing actually currently is making time for yoga and stretching. So Stretching is something that I incorporate through the day, even when I'm at my desk. I have a reminder at work. I have, uh, you know, on my, even my work calendar, I have a reminder because it's just too easy to forget to take care of yourself through the day. It's just too easy. And I'm not about that life anymore. I am about uh, my life and my happiness and my health. So yeah, I want to get back to yoga classes, but again, still the same kind of trepidation, um, and getting eight hours of sleep a night. I am that girl. I need eight hours. (laughs) I need eight hours. I'm trying to will myself through positive mental talk that I have more energy and I can do all the things. I mean, I'm doing that today and I am really excited and happy about that. I am definitely getting better at not allowing my mental my dialogue my inner dialogue like to just be negative all day if I'm tired I do not have to continue that story I have gotten really really good in the last few weeks of even if I am even if I am not going on less sleep than I'd like I have not been focusing on that and my body and my mind have more energy because I'm not literally all day telling myself that I'm tired. If I complain about it all day, I'm going to feel that way. My my brain is going to hear me say that and as my body will follow it. So I've definitely been working on that and I am super, super happy about that. I still understand the benefits of getting eight hours of sleep a night and I am still making that a priority for myself. Um, and taking my vitamins. It's really big for me. I have... I have quite a few vitamins um, that I take every day and they have so many overarching benefits for mental and physical health that um, really important for me to do that. I set them out, try to set them out in like three-day increments where I have all the medicines that I need in one little jar. I mix everything that I need and put those aside um, at the start of the week because then it makes me easy it makes it easy for me to just grab one of the jars with everything I need in it and run out of the door um another thing is this is kind of moving into the beauty but I I think for me it's not it's an easy way to create a category for me what beauty means is skincare four times a week hair care four times a week doing my nails um I do not use nail polish that is toxic. I I have a couple of favorite brands that are non-toxic nail polish or like 14 free, I think it's called, or 7 free. Um, 
just of the, you know, free of the really harmful chemicals and toxins. Um, and it's not like acrylics. It's not like anything like that because, you know, that stuff does last. But I do my own nails. I've been doing them my whole life. I love painting my nails. And so I definitely need to reapply. Like right now, they're looking a little rough. And um, I just kind of, I like to have them painted. Um, it makes me feel it makes me feel good, you know, it makes me feel like I am taking care of myself. And I see my nails a lot when I'm typing. And it's, it's just a really good reminder that like, I am taking care of myself. It's right in front of my face. Uh, and wearing sunscreen every day or sun protection. I'm very careful and have been for a very long time about not exposing my skin to the sun directly for any long period of time. I have not ever really, like, since I was a teenager, did not do that. I, I just, I don't know, I tan really easily. I burned a lot as a kid. I don't want, I know the effects and the harmful effects of the sun, and I just want to be really careful. So I definitely want to incorporate more sunscreen in my life, and I bought a really nice one, um, I'm excited to <laughs> do a podcast. It's going to be with my sister because we have so much to say on the topic, but I'm really excited to talk about our favorite products. My sister and I have done hours and weeks worth of research. We are committed to <sighs> organic, if we can get it, just non-toxic things to put on her face. It, in my mind, it 100% defeats the purpose if I'm, oh, this is really good for my wrinkles, but then it's harmful to my organs. Why would I, that doesn't seem like a good trade-off for me. So we have done a lot of research and found some really great products. We're going to talk about that in another episode and really exciting, but skincare four times a week, just, you know, my God, it's so huge. I have been uh, wetting a washcloth in the morning lately and with really cold water. <laughs> I love putting cold water on my face in the morning. It is so refreshing and wakes me up. So in just what a, like a really amazing way it makes my eyes feel better. I want to get an ice roller. I feel like that would be really, really lovely in the morning. I don't know what it is, even though it's really kind of a shock um, to put really cold water on my face first thing in the morning, it also feels really, really good and just rejuvenating, you know, moving from the sleeping, restful moments to waking yourself up and energizing yourself for the day, having that as your interlude into the more energized moments is really good. I also have heard that it's really good for your vagus nerve to put cold water on your face. Um, my sister will have a lot more information on that topic. And uh, yeah, so, so many benefits and just feels amazing. Hair care for me is oiling my hair, doing a scalp massage, and um, I have a microneedler. I haven't used it yet. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I need to get some answers on it first, but I'm still doing research on it. And I do, I bought it, so I have it. I just got to try it out. But yeah, um, I have my special blend of oil and essential oils that are really good for uh, hair growth. And I do that along with my little scalp massager. And I do that for like 10 minutes. And I'm trying to do that 
four times a week and I'm going to do it tonight. And, um, the last thing would be perfume. I am cautious about where I put perfume. Ladies, stop putting perfume on your skin. It is toxic. It is really, really toxic. Putting it directly on your skin. Your skin is your second biggest organ. It goes right into your bloodstream. Like, that stuff is just not worth it. I, for years, have been putting on my clothes. Put it on your clothes. If you have long hair, put it on the bottoms of your hair. Let it air out. You smell amazing. You still smell really good, but it's not like getting into your bloodstream. All the benefits, none of the downsides. Um, so, <laughs> hot take maybe? <laughs> Different opinion for sure probably, but I know that they say, oh, put it on your, you know, your neck or your, your veins like on your neck because it makes it smell better. Does that really matter? Aren't, aren't our bodies and our health more important than kind of making it smell really strong. Uh, I'm, I'm just not down for that. If beauty for me is not sacrificing my health ever, ever. <laughs> so those are the things that I, I am doing partially and still implementing, um, to just to take care of my physical body and my skin and everything. Um, habits and activities that I really I'm implementing already and I am looking forward to doing more of vision boarding once a month. I, just before I started recording this, finished the first uh, vision board I've done in years. I did it using Canva and super fun, really, really awesome. Just collected photos from the internet of things I did. I did things that are tangible for me and there are so many different ways to do vision boards. I feel like that could be, that could just be a lot longer portion of this episode, but I want to, you know, I probably will save that for another episode just to kind of do a little bit of a deep dive because for me, vision boarding goes hand in hand with manifesting and that positive mentality of, you know, affirming things before they're real because all of, all of that incredible, wonderful stuff. And I, I definitely want to give that the time that it deserves to talk about it. Um, but we're here today to talk about becoming that girl and all the things that I want to do and that you guys want to do and how to make that work when you are already so busy and have so much going on. (laughs) Um, so yeah, vision boarding. I'm so excited to have done that. I have it as my desktop background. It's beautiful. And I swear I just stared at it for a couple minutes and was smiling. Like that is what you want from your vision board. You're just looking at all the things that you're so excited to do and have and feel. Biggest, biggest thing. Definitely want to be redoing that every month because if I'm saving that as, you know, label it the month that you saved it in and watch that stuff happen. I think that's really exciting for me too, is seeing all the things that I was wanting in months and months before, and then having those things. Because I fully know the power of vision boarding. I fully, fully know. And also, my gosh, if we're happy in the moment, isn't that already a huge win? We're looking at something and feeling good. That's where we want to be at. So big win all around. Um, Waking up at 5 a.m. through the week and 7am on the weekends. I 
have kind of teetered with this. I've done a lot of different waking up at different times. I used to wake up at 4.30 and go running and do that stuff. And that was good, but it was a little too early because I had to go to sleep way too early and I wouldn't because I had to get eight hours. So, you know, I wouldn't have, I, it wasn't a balance. It wasn't a balance and I really feel that the the really, really good life that we want to build has to be a balance of spending time with people, getting your work done, getting sleep, and still doing all the things that you want to do, you know, and taking care of your mental health, your physical health. So 5 a.m. is feasible. So yeah, um, I like that. It gives me a couple hours before I have to leave to work to wake up slowly and do a meditation, wake up, make coffee, have some lemon water, exercise, do some yoga or stretching and and or do a, a workout and then have a healthy breakfast, shower if I need to, and spend some time with my kitty cat and just have have my time before I go to work. It is, I mean, my God, if you've done that, you know the power that lays in having a couple hours for yourself before work. You, I mean, I have been, the, the happiest I've ever been has been doing that. And I am on a little bit of a rocky road getting back there, which I'm okay with because we cannot strive for perfection We cannot strive to have these things happening perfectly every single day. We have to have an understanding that life is going to throw curveballs at us. It's going to ask us to use our energy for other things. We have to be okay with that. The thing that I want to do here is create routines that I can fall back on that aren't unhealthy. Um, And it is a, it's just a rocky road getting there and that's totally okay. Um, So yeah. Making my bed in the morning is big for me. I have done that since I was in a teenager. Just wake up and make my bed, um, which is so funny because a lot of the things that I see in these videos about quote unquote like that girl is make your bed in the morning, and it's true. It just feels really good. You feel like it's like cleaning your room, but really quickly. It it makes everything feel neater and cleaner. And for me, that's really important. If my space is cluttered, I. I feel frazzled, I feel anxious, and I don't even notice it, but I start acting and speaking and thinking from that place of anxiety, and that's not okay. You know, I need to prioritize things, but I also need to make sure that I'm keeping my space clean, because then I'm gonna want to spend more time doing the things that are relaxing, because I'll have a space that I feel comfortable and relaxed in already. Really huge for me. Um, Finding balance with going out, chores, Staying in, solo time, work time, relaxing time, sister time, and boyfriend time, and friend time. Really, that's, that's where you want, you're going to need to do more work. I spoke about this a little bit, or kind of a lot of, in um, one of my past episodes about making time for ourselves when we got a lot going on. And, you know, life doesn't stop. You're always going to have 25 things you need to do every day. It's about prioritizing the things that you really want to prioritize. Write a list of everything that you have to do and write a list of everything you want to do. And 
see how many hours you have to actually dedicate to that. If you can take 10 minutes outside of work in a day plus your hour lunch or your half hour lunch and then how much time do you actually have between your commute home and the time you're at home or if you need to stop and get groceries or gas or how much time do you really have and pick the things that are the most important to you instead of waking up having 30 minutes to get to work, 20 minutes to get to work, rushing through the things you need, you you know, you absolutely have to do, get dressed, brush your teeth, drink water, make coffee, uh, all just the absolute necessities and then rush out the door and then have a stressful day at work or just rush through your day, you know, whatever that is, if we're not setting aside, if we're not intentional, being intentional about what we want to do in a day, it's gonna just fly by and we're gonna have done nothing except stress and why why do that planning planning is everything it's wonderful um so yeah just really scheduling that time in and making making sure that you're setting aside time for everything that you want to be doing right and it doesn't have to all happen in one day the weekend is where you can really get solid time in of the things that are for you and are for your personal growth and your, you know, your mental health and your physical health and your happiness. Um, that's where we can spend a lot more dedicated time. So yay for that. But also we're not going to give up on our week, are we? We're going to make it incredible and amazing and we're going to set aside time for all of the things that we love. We're not going to wait for the weekend. We don't do that here. Right now, today, whatever day it is for you in the week that you're listening to this, this is your time. You get to decide exactly what you want to do. Write a short list of what you're excited about. Pick one of those things and do it. Do it today. You're worth that. You are 100% worth that. Um, organizing my chores through the week has been big. Write a, writing down a list of everything that I need to do and then choosing days to do those things is really big. I don't get behind on anything. I feel like I have a clean space. I feel, you know, organized in my mind. It just feels great. Huge, huge thing that I've done over the years and that I will continue to do is just really pick and choose when you want to do those things because we all got to do them. We all got to do laundry. We all got to do dishes, got to cook. We got to clean vacuum, clean the floors, you know, clean the countertops, there's all those things and they're they're not going to go away. So we have to make time for them and we have to be realistic about the time that they're going to take because having unrealistic goals will only lead to the sense of failure and if we can be better than our minds mindlessness where we think we can get way too much done or we have unrealistic expectations of what happy means or what productive means that it's just going to lead us in the wrong direction so kind of just try to be as realistic as you can with the time that you have so that you you can really end up doing and feeling the way that you, you can end up feeling the way that you want to feel which is good happy peaceful calm tranquil excited all those things um being intentional with what I purchase Quality over quantity and supporting the brands that have good ethical practices are big. Uh, creating a space that I really feel good in. I love kind of the minimalist 
way I don't have I don't have a lot of stuff but everything I have I love and that's been really big for me and I continue to do that and just be we're always bombarded with new this or new that or whatever it's just we don't need things to be happy we just need like the quality things like for me a good coffee maker and a working computer and really good skincare and comfortable clothing that I feel good and just happy that it makes me happy to put on those things are are necessities and I think growing up and being in my early 20s I definitely bought things that I you know never ended up wearing or just it wasn't in alignment with what I really believed in or felt like fast fashion and it's just it wasn't it wasn't the person that I have become and have really kind of come to understand will make me happy because I used to definitely feel like you know material possessions could bring me more happiness than they do but if you are intentional with what you're purchasing it will actually bring you a lot of happiness like skincare products but also skincare like um things that I want like a you know like an ice roller those things are those things can bring really quality happiness into your life because it's a thing that's you're going to use to take care of yourself so really big for me um and spending time in nature one time a week (sighs) weather dependent (laughs) it can be iffy um you know the weather can definitely change and be crazy but um I being in nature is like taking a break from electronics times 10 it's really just so grounding and so wonderful walking through the woods or walking along the coast or walking just just being in nature and having that peace is huge for me I love it I love going solo I love going with my boyfriend or my friends or my sister anything just wonderful absolutely amazing um and the last thing I have on my list is spending quality time with friends and family my god this has been such a huge thing for me I think mostly because I've done a lot of self-reflection and kind of taken perspective on situations that happen with my boyfriend or my sister um, and just understood that I have patterns that especially with my sister just having patterns of interacting with people that you've had in your life for a very long time where you almost start taking them for granted and you don't treat them with the same respect or the same interest that you would someone new in your life you know or even a friend that was you'd only known for a couple years I have become better than my tendencies better than my old habits better than my old patterns because I could not be closer to these people my sister and my boyfriend are the closest people to me in my life and I love them endlessly and I'm so interested in how their minds work and how you know how they operate in the world and what they have to say and their opinions and everything it's just it's an incredible thing but I have noticed that it's so easy to fall into old patterns where even if we just have the TV on, 
we can start bickering or we can start not appreciating each other in a way. So spending really quality time and setting intentions, you know, saying, hey, let's have a game night or let's set aside this time to watch this one movie that we both love or we haven't seen yet or let's make this meal together and spend that time together and check in with each other and have a conversation and not be distracted by other things. That changes your whole experience with that person and it makes you feel better and it makes them feel better and it connects you deeper and that is what I'm going for in my life. So I have lately been deciding that I want to be like laughing and I want to talk and connect. Those are the things that I really want to do together when I'm with people that I love is I want to have a good time. I want it to be happy and uplifting and meaningful and just good quality time. So that's a lot of stuff. I mean, even, you know, writing it out, it was really exciting for me to do that and to figure out what I really wanted. What what are all the things? How I how do I want to live my best life? How do I want to show up for myself? How do I want to be the best, happiest version of myself? And that's a lot of things, but I feel like I'm 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 capable. And I think no matter how much I have on my plate, nothing is stronger than, you know, believing in myself and really being like, feeling truly like I got this. I can do all these things. I can make time for everything and and feel balanced and good and really set aside time for that kind of unwinding and just those times where I'm not going to do anything, where I'm going to zone out. Because when I have a lot on my plate that I want to do, because I'm very ambitious and I'm very driven and I'm very kind of high energy, that if I don't take times time to re like recoup and just gather my energy, um, I can be pretty introverted and in the way that I need to, I need time to just be alone to gather my energy after a lot of energy expenditure because I am also extroverted and I can be out there and doing all the things and getting everything done and I have a lot of fun and I feel really good doing that but I will absolutely my body and my mind will be like nope it's time to rest so learning our patterns truly understanding what we need to feel good and not just well I can just go 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 forever and I can do 10 million things a day and like let's have realistic goals let's have realistic expectations of ourselves let's practice kindness and patience with ourselves as we're on this journey and understand that there's gonna be so many things that block us from doing the things we want to do and that's okay our path is not linear becoming the best version of yourself please just expect it to take like a really long time If you're doing something right now that makes you feel good, if you're listening to this podcast and it's making you excited, like that's doing something for you. You are doing something for you right now. You know, make a little list or go for a little walk or whatever it is. Just it's so exciting to be like, I'm going to do one, two, three things for myself today. And it's going to take all of an hour to do those three things for myself. And to be able to look forward to that is huge. And you've just made your existence so much better in doing that. 
I think that outside of just really being intentional with your schedule and understanding how much time you have to to start taking care of yourself really truly fully then you know you're gonna be good and you're on the right path (laughs) um I I'm so excited to be talking about this this is something that's been really bringing me so much joy lately and I we'll see what kind of feedback I get from this because I I absolutely understand that it can be I it's rough out there a lot of people have a lot of opinions and take things negatively and you know I respect that everybody has a different experience of things like this topic but I am so thrilled to have talked about this and to just have a a platform to discuss all of the beautiful wonderful things that I look forward to doing in my life and that I really want to hear what everybody loves too like what do you want to be doing with your time send me a message on Instagram or email me I will link my contact info uh in the I believe it's the show notes um but depending on what platform you're listening to this on and I am just absolutely thrilled. Like, I'm so excited to hear what you guys are doing, what you want to be doing, and how you want to spend time. Like, inspire me. Maybe there's more things that I don't even know of. Um, but hopefully this inspired you to start putting yourself first and really taking care of yourself in every aspect because there, no one else is going to do the, this work for us. No one else is going to show up for us. We can show up for ourselves and we can lead by example. We can be the person that we keep wishing we were. And it starts now. It starts in an hour. It starts when you get off work. Or it starts on Saturday morning. Whenever it starts, it starts. And like, it's, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. I wanted to leave you guys with a couple quotes that have had a really, really big positive impact on me and I hope that they have the same effect for you guys. So the first one is, every day we're presented with two choices, evolve or repeat. For me, figuring out what evolving looks like and pressing play on that experience and not waiting is enormous, like is so crucial and I loved that so much just the idea that we are telling ourselves that we are an old version of ourselves over and over again every day we are telling ourselves a story of our lives over and over again if we don't like that story we can change it we can change it right now so that's so powerful to me and that gives me my power back and I absolutely love it. Another one is whatever you choose to do, do it consistently. Show up for yourself. That is, uh, it's just everything. (laughs) I love it so much. It's, that's exactly what I've been talking about is, you know, showing up for ourselves in that way and not letting other things consistently get in our way. Because if that is happening, like we do need to reevaluate, right? And that's okay. Our plans change. Our whole life is going to change a lot from this point on. And like, that's absolutely okay. And it's a part of it. It's all good. Um, We just need to evolve, you know. And the last one that I will leave you guys with is your self-esteem is defined 
by the worth you give yourself. So love yourselves. You are worth every ounce of love that you give to everybody else. It's time to start showing up for yourself and loving yourself and caring for yourself, even if you are the only person in the world that is doing that. Because we're, we are worth all of the love in the world. And I, if you guys have any inspiring quotes that you love, send them my way. I would absolutely love to hear them. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a long one. Um, let me know if you guys have any questions or if you guys, you know, want to share with, with me what you're doing or your progress or whatever it is. I'm super, super excited to hear about that. Um, if you have a couple minutes or if you feel like you want to, um, just go ahead and rate and review the podcast. I think you can rate it on Spotify and you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me. Um, and I'm just excited to hear your feedback. I love that this is becoming an interactive thing and I look forward to more kind of Q&A sort of um, episodes where, I, I mean, I love listening to those from every, all the other podcasts I listen to, but um, yeah, I'm excited to bring this into it. So with that, thank you beautiful people for listening. I hope to hear from you and this is Emmy signing off.